0: And we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back, Cape Natic Belief Creatives. So glad to be here. I'm ready to continue our journey together. If you are, while attracting joy and happiness, love and peace and prosperity and abundance, I'm Stephen Canyon. So glad you could join us. And I want you to know, first of all, that it's all of us together in the power of agreement that aligns our thoughts for each of us to be able to advance in our own beautiful, dynamic way toward individual successes. And I just want to say that Megan and I, first of all, consider it a privilege. And we don't ever take it for granted to be able to spend this devoted time with each and every one of you every time we do a podcast. All of you are so important to us, and we value your individual pursuits. We celebrate life with you exactly where you are right now. And in all of your pursuits and your dreams and your convictions, we consider ourselves to be right there Mm -hmm. along with you. You know, it really does mean so much to us to be able to interact with all of you. I mean, through the Facebook group and Instagram and through text messaging, emails, whatever, especially when we can't be with you in person. So I just want to let you know that at the start of today's program, because we really do, and I mean this sincerely, really do appreciate appreciate, celebrate, and champion each and every one of you, not only in a a distinct one-of-a-kind masterpiece sort of way, but as a collective, Mm. I mean, made common by all of our individuality. stephencanyon.com is the website, and if you'd like to receive an occasional thought for the day, text message me. Just text the word KINETIC, K-I-N-E-T-I-C, to 31996, and you're in. Only available in the U.S. for now. And also, if you'd like to become part of the KB family, I invite you to join our private Facebook group to begin interacting with other kinetic believers. Miss Maggie, greetings to you.
1: Greetings, huh? and wow, you summed up my feelings perfectly. I love everyone mm-hmm. so much.
0: Well, I took it upon myself to speak for both of us. Well,
1: you're always, you're always in there. We're <laughs> on the same wavelength. <laughs> with That's the, fine. There's a
0: little risk involved, but <laughs> not at all. I did okay. Well, you know, and <laughs> it did,
1: it did trigger me to think that. You know that sensation when you first meet someone and you just click. You just get along. It's just like you've known them for for decades.
0: Kindred spirit.
1: Kindred spirit, yes. And that's the feeling I have in our Facebook group or talking with other kinetic believers. It's just... Oh, it's such a warm, fuzzy, and, and you feel locked in yeah. to those people. Yes. I just, I love them.
0: Can I just say that your lasagna was really good last night?
1: <laughs> yes, you may. <laughs> is, you can say that. Is
0: there any more? Is there any left for <laughs> no. tonight? No. That was it. <laughs>
1: you really liked it.
0: <laughs> I did. Yes. And you made it with cabbage? Is that what it was? I
1: did. So I thought, you know, I, I'm always trying to cut back on pasta because I, I don't crave cake like. You know, chocolate cake and sweets. I crave carbs, right? That's Give me just, the cake. Yeah, I know you have a crazy I want sweet tooth, but and I'm them, always, whatever. you know, I'm like eh, chocolate cake or fettuccine alfredo, of course. The Isn't that sort of a
0: guy girl thing, though? I
1: don't know. Write us, write us, and tell us if I, you're a guy. Do you have a sweet
0: tooth? Don't, the, don't, the, don't, the, don't the, the women usually want the the pasta? And the the women. <laughs> The women, the girls, the, the female—I don't know—is that—is that not a woman well, thing? I
1: don't know. Any any of my female friends feel the same way, so maybe maybe there's something to that.
0: I mean, at Ness, guys, we want meat and sugar.
1: <laughs> Can I have a steak and I
0: want some meat, and then pie. when I'm through with that. I want some sugar.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. So cabbage—it doesn't sound like super appetizing. I know, but I did replace the pasta with steamed cabbage and. You couldn't even really tell that much I of a couldn't. difference. I couldn't. I think, I think it just sort of Healthy. takes on the flavor. of it. In Italian, it has such strong flavors, right? So it sort of masks up. But it. But was, it was really good. Okay,
0: I've yeah. got a question for you. Okay. Would you rather acquire material things or experiences?
1: Oh, duh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that's an experience. <laughs> experiences. No question. Really? Yeah, that's actually an interesting question, um, isn't it?
1: And I've actually wondered sometimes if I'm even just like an experience junkie. You know, I feel like I'm always just going after something new. Something oh, you are. weird. Something. You definitely
0: are. It doesn't no, no, even have no to be that exciting,
1: are. just something new.
0: Material things or ex- because, you oh, know, it's possible to do both, but I think ultimately you are, we are uh, sort of gravitating toward of course, one or the yeah, other. Yeah. Usually.
1: Great. An, how about you? I think I oh, absolutely. know the Ma- answer. Yeah,
0: yeah. No doubt. Experiences. Yeah accumulating experiences, a lifetime well, there's of there's such
1: a, there's so much power in an experience, right? Like the, the way that you can take an experience and carry it with you through your life. I sure. Mean, it is priceless.
0: Yeah. You know, that's actually a revealing question because whatever we believe we are to ourselves is what we become to other people. Mm. And so that's pretty revealing. Well, let's talk about the quantum physics of kinetic belief, knowing how something works, because that's empowerment.
1: Say that last thing one more time about how we feel about ourselves.
0: How we see ourselves. How we see ourselves. ourselves?
1: Yeah. one more time.
0: Well, what we believe we are to ourselves is what we become to others.
1: Mm, That's very powerful, isn't Mm, it? Yeah. I mean, that's...
0: For the kinetic believer, it's just about everything. Well, you it's, know, it's in relationships, uh, yes. and that's how we make corrections and, and all of those things. You know, it's
1: funny, my, uh, my niece just got new glasses really cute little glasses, but she was kind of, I think her mom was kind of wondering, what are the kids at school going to do? And I said, mm. well, that's up to her. Yes. I said, if she goes yes. in there and she's she's looking around going, hey guys, look how amazing I look in my new glasses, mm-hmm. which she probably did, knowing mm-hmm. her. Um, but if she's shrinking and, and wondering if she's weird, then that's what's manifested. So, I mean, that's a silly example, but I just love that.
0: Sure, well, June believes she's cool, so that's what she becomes to other people. <laughs> she, she becomes cool.
1: She really is, Cool though. June. Cool Juniper.
0: <laughs> well, the discipline yeah. of kinetic belief that's the practice of rewilding ourselves. So yes. if you don't think you're cool, then we're getting away from the notion, right? Mm-hmm. If yes. you want to be cool, that is. I mean, which is this, what this is, is just <laughs> freeing ourselves from wrong impressions, ideas of failure, thoughts of, well, of not having enough of something, thoughts of sickness, thoughts of poverty, thoughts of negative judgments, whatever it is. Kinetic believers rewild themselves to get rid of negative influences, So that they can manifest joy, peace, happiness, health, and prosperity. Because this is first. These are are the first things, the first impressions. We cannot be two things at once. In other words, I cannot be both happy and sad at the same time, right? So I can't be wealthy and broke, So I must choose the positive in order to avoid the negative. Mm. The positive is a conscious choice, while the negative or decay is actually the default of nature. Mm. So if we're not choosing the good, then the the bad becomes us. A kinetic believer is like a researcher or the captain of a ship or somebody who's leading an expedition to explore the unknown. And like... All Good Explorers, the KB Creative carries with them a journal, a logbook. The KB's logbook is their manifesting journal. The kinetic believer uses these informed entries into their logbook, into the manifesting journal, to be able to reprogram the subconscious, to create a new subjective reality for themselves. The subconscious, which is always working that's the engine that never quits that's uh, it's always in perpetual state of attracting whatever has been programmed into it good or bad new or old
1: so uh, what you're saying is is that the subconscious is our autopilot however however it's our you know it's going to always be our job though to to program the autopilot by looking forward um you know to look forward and and wisely choose our destination yeah
0: you know in the same way that the captain of a sailing ship wouldn't simply raise the sails of the ship without a rudder Mm -hmm. and hope to cross the ocean i'm going to leave from italy i'm going to america and i'm going to do it without a rudder well, that, have fun with that.
1: Yeah. But
0: a kinetic believer uses the rudder of knowledge, self-introspection to advance their life by creating articles of faith, entries into their journal that will manifest anything that they can think of or imagine. And sooner rather than later, they will see the, mm-hmm. the, the land ho coming toward them. There's, there's yeah. the new land.
1: It makes me think about something you've said before, the, the idea that you know light drives out the darkness. And that darkness is the absence of light, but it doesn't work the other way. Um, so I love this, this idea, this foundational idea of, of using positivity to just naturally take care of the negative
0: using the rudder yes do it intentionally and steer the course of your life look when Jeez. somebody says yeah. that they have what what we call joy joy is not just an emotional state of being joy like happiness and peace love all of these attributes of well-being are actually quantum physical forms They are real, even though they are non-material to classical physics, in other words. What we call emotions are invisible. But because they have the potential to appear in our mind and we can act on these forms, they transcend the materialism of the classical physics, which quantum research can now demonstrate that all material forms that can be seen actually came from what cannot be seen. So when we feel joyful, we are experiencing the quantum substance of what we call joy, the substance of joy, and it's being attracted to us by us so that it's actually moving to us and through us. Now, this is also why a person who is in a state of being filled with the substance of joy can affect those people around them. Get around a bunch of sad people and the person who's filled with joy, you stay there long enough, those those joyless people will begin to feel a sense of joy. The substance of joy going to you and through you can be felt by others. The energetic quantum substance of joy, the emotional state that you feel, that's your awareness of the substance of joy flowing to you and through you. So we don't actually have joy. Or as long as as joy is flowing to you and through you, you become one with the substance of joy. In the same way when somebody says that they're happy. Well, that's not just an emotional state of happiness that they have become uh, somehow. No, they are actually one with the substance of happiness. And the same is true of peace and perfected health and abundant prosperity even. All of these things become us. A body that is aligned to receive, for example, the quantum substance of healing flowing to and through the body remains free from sickness and disease. And the substance of healing flowing through you, it can also bring healing to others, just like joy can be spread to others as well.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. At all times, we are either one with joy We are one with peace, we are one with happiness, we are one with health and one with prosperity, or we are not. For example, the substance of healing. That's a way of life for the KBs who believe that they are healthy regardless of the way that things may appear. And as a result, healing comes. And it will remain as long as we believe we're healed. In the same way, joy is not present when those who don't have joy um. don't demonstrate it. It's not there. They don't sense it. They don't feel it. Joy is not present. However, joy is a way of life for the kinetic believer, those who believe themselves to be one with joy. In other words, you don't have joy. You are joy.
1: Wow. That's so visual, isn't it? I mean, it's it's just so easy to think that it's up to it's a trap, right? It's so easy to fall into that trap of ideas that it's up to someone else to make us healthy or to feel joyous or to make mm-hmm. us happy. Yeah. Um, but these things that you're describing, you know, these vital pieces of our lives, they, they are a choice, happiness, it's a choice. And mm-hmm. you know, in line with what you're saying, um, we actually become one with happiness. Happiness or health, it, it's our identity. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and this is, I guess this is kind of thrilling, um, if, if it's who we are, then we don't need someone or something to make us happy. And, you know, that's, that's the kicker, isn't it? If we do need someone to make us happy, then were we ever really happy?
0: That's, that is so well stated. Yes, you know, in the same way that our creator reveals itself as love to us. As co-creators with Mm. God, we don't just have love. We can, by choice, become one with the substance of love. So when we choose to love, we are actually aligning with its creative power. Nature will not support a vacuum. Uh, It abhors a vacuum, is a way of saying it. Something that must fill the inner spaces. Something must always fill the inner spaces of the universe. Something must fill the space that we occupy. In the same way where there is little to no happiness, Well, the antonym of happiness will fill the space, the opposite. In other words, where the substance of happiness is missing, there is disappointment. There's a form of sadness. Optimism is missing, and a person becomes one with a substance of negative energetics, with pessimism, a state of being where there is no forward thinking of optimism. Hmm. And a conscious state of pessimism is a negative contradiction to our original positive nature. So the kinetic believer imagines to observe themselves attracting and manifesting their abundant life in perfect harmony and agreement with happiness and joy and love for advancing their mind, body, and soul. And then likewise, you know, where there is little to no joy, the antonym is sorrow. There is pain, and there is a troubled soul in the absence of joy. The quantum substance of misery and grief and affliction is there where there is no joy. There is depression, uh, despondency, and and despair. So the kinetic believer imagines to observe themselves attracting the substance of joy, and then joy is manifested.
1: Wow. Okay. So I guess it would be the same with a desire for peace, wouldn't it? I mean, we usually think of, quote, you know, I have peace when I'm in a peaceful place, or um, there's the parent <laughs> yelling at their kids, uh, give me some peace and quiet, or whatever. Um, but, you know, you're teaching us really about the true definition, aren't you? That that peace is a real thing. It has real substance to it. Yeah,
0: peace is more than wishful thinking, mom, right. dad. <laughs> right. uh, the... Stu- student, <laughs> teacher, right.
1: man, woman, child, yeah.
0: <laughs> Yes. The form of peace is real, even though the substance of peace is invisible. There's still the potential for peace to appear in the uh, in empirical world and to act on us. So peace like joy and happiness forms a realm of potentiality in our physical reality
1: mm-hmm.
0: in exactly the same way that all empirical things are emanations out of the quantum realm what we call peace has quantum substance. It has a form, in other words, where there is little to no peace, mom and dad, the noise of the world of the kids confuses and it disturbs the mind. There is conscious agitation without the energetics of peace. The void is replaced with senses of hostility and imagined disorder. There's no, uh, there's discord and strife in its place. So the kinetic believer imagines to observe themselves not as having peace, but they imagine to become one with peace. They become one. Um, Nothing can move a person who's attracting the substance, the quantum substance of what we call peace, to move within and through them from the energetics of peace unless they imagine something or someone, and in this case, a loud child, as being the the one who's the giver of peace, and therefore the taker of peace, the one who grants it. No, the kinetic believer is one with peace. So when a person, likewise, is not healthy, for example, uh, they're sick a lot. Well, their state of perfected health has been replaced with, remember, remember there's no vacuum. So where there's not the state of the substance of health that's being replaced with affliction and ailment, disease, disorder, um, absent the substance of health, there's sickness, unsoundness. So for health to become you, the kinetic believer imagines to observe themselves as holistically perfect, nothing physically missing or broken, ingratitude for what's desired, as having already manifested, and for all physical things working together for their physical good. The kinetic believer is imagining to be blemish-free regardless of what can be seen in the physical. The healthier are not trying to become healthy. They imagine to see themselves as health, as the mm-hmm. substance of good health. Strong, I'm quick, I'm agile while advancing my body toward perfected completion. Regardless of what other people may see, Now, regardless of a bad report, regardless of all the negative source potential influencers, the kinetic believer has the final authority of belief regarding mm-hmm. what wow. was, and what is to come?
1: You know, uh, at this point, I, I feel like it's almost uh, kind of funny asking this question because uh, <laughs> the answer feels very obvious. But it's the same with being, being prosperous, isn't it? Um, you know, we become one with prosperity.
0: Well, the quantum world has changed the way that we understand all things, especially during the last decade. And that includes the idea of prosperity. Remember, the basis of all material things is not material. Someone who's not prosperous is just someone who's not attracting wealth. They're not attracting prosperity. They have more belief, more imagination, more insight for the unsuccessful version of themselves. The original intention for creation is expansion. We were created to advance in life abundantly, to advance toward more. Just like a flower reaching and bending toward light, stretching its roots toward water, moving toward nutrients for more life. All of life was created to reach toward the life-giving power of what we call unconditional love, which is a state of consciousness where there is no condemnation for self, no condemnation of other people, other, other circumstances, no negative judgments, Uh, Therefore, no friction. And remember that nature will not permit there to be a vacuum. So all of these things fill the inner spaces of awareness where there is no worry, doubt, or fear. So when the imagination for prosperity, for example, is missing, the vacuum is filled with the contradiction of, uh, of prosperity, which is going to be adversity and lack, poverty. There's brokenness and senses of failure. A kinetic believer is not trying to become prosperous. The effort's not there. The effort is, is realigned in another way. They are holistically imagining prosperity. They are intentionally nurturing themselves for prosperity by rewilding away from negative source influencers. Mm. They don't read stories, for example, about poverty or watch movies about these things because to do that, it engages the mind, doesn't it? To imagine these things, uh, whether you know better or not, that's not an excuse. The subconscious is just believing what it sees to become these things, which has an effect then on what we believe that we're going to be manifesting into our lives.
1: You know, I have to say that uh, what you're teaching us right now—that this is one of my favorite things about kinetic belief. You know, knowing that when I develop in my in my understanding of exactly what it does and how it works, it just it just gives me that that supernatural confidence to use it for everything in life. As you're always teaching us, you know, kinetic belief is it's a holistic lifestyle, and when we master you know, that level of understanding, it it just takes us into the next you know stratosphere well, it's the same <laughs> of as fl- experience <laughs> It's the same as flying a plane
0: isn't it if you yeah, don't know yes. how to fly a plane you're probably not going to just jump into the cockpit and want to take off <laughs> uh, but if you know what makes a plane fly how it works and you practice flying mm. a plane and you develop in this skill then you can, you can fly with confidence and mm. you're going to get good results
1: It's almost like experiential confidence.
0: Yes, exactly. From
1: understanding. Kinetic belief
0: (laughs) combines the demonstration of quantum entanglement theory, and it does it with the law of faith in proving that there are multiple ways that we can willfully change the universe, and we do it through observation. Observation is just another word that we use for desire.
1: So uh, our ability to to change our circumstances or things— no matter what they are it just it remains the same i just i love this truth that we have the same ability to manifest small things as well as the big thing, things that, that that effort of desire that you're talking about that it's going to be the same for both
0: regardless of the thing yeah everything in the universe is made of the same stuff you me um, a rock outside the window there saturn in the night sky all are made of this the same bionic matter the same atoms which are composed of protons and neutrons, which are, in turn, composed of quarks and electrons. More of one is relative to less of one. They're still just one. So we're all made of the same stuff. Um,
1: Can you expound just a little bit on, on how is it that matter, you know, if it's made of all the same root substance, you know, how is it ending up that it all looks so different?
0: The molecules of the substance remain the same no matter what state they're in. Matter looks different and it behaves differently when it changes from one state to another. So all particles of matter are in constant random motion. Particles of liquid water, for example, have less energy. They move slower. It's a different vibrational frequency than particles of water vapor, particles in a rock. So here where things, this is where it really starts getting interesting. In quantum physics, the creative action of observation on the quantum level of particles of energy, which are the building blocks of all things, are known that, that observation ha, ha, is known to have a creative effect on the thing that's being observed. In other words, what we actually believe to be true about something, or what the world's religions actually recognize as faith, is observed to then entangle in the quantum uh, particle level of physics, it entangles electron particles so that they remain connected. And the actions of observation or what the observer believes while performed on one particle will affect the other even when separated by great distances. So when you start believing one thing, you are affecting the substance of that belief, regardless of where it is in the universe, regardless of where it is in your neighborhood, in your town, city, world, whatever. Mm -hmm. This phenomenon of observation of belief it really got Albert Einstein's attention to the point that he called it, like we've talked about before, he called it spooky action at a distance. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> that was his voice, by the way. Okay. <laughs> got it. So, but we take the rules of quantum <laughs> physics, which state that an unobserved photon exists in all possible states simultaneously, but when the observed uh, observer measures it with a bias of belief a human being in this instance who's also that has the power of awareness or belief mm. the observed photon the building block for all things it exhibits only one state it aligns with the bias of the believer and I often say that you know if you're willing to believe a certain way forever then the results of your belief are not going to take long at all right here's why the transfer of a state between photon A and photon B, class, takes place at a speed of at least 10,000 times the speed of light, possibly even instantaneously, regardless of distance. In other words, when you've conceived your belief with the finished work of gratitude, that your desire, your subjective reality, that's You've settled a certain desire within your, within your soul and nothing is going to change your mind. No one can move you off of, off of what you're believing for, uh, away from your desire. The substance of your creation, your belief is changing now your circumstances and the process begins immediately. The only thing that slows the attraction of your desire is going to be a change in your belief. Simply put, if, if you think you can, you can. <laughs> you now you're writing Do that in the Einstein <laughs> you're voice. writing that down aren't you? <laughs> but if you think you can you can until yes. somebody says you can't and you believe them and you think you can't well now you can both beliefs are true according to your belief and both beliefs will attract the subjective reality to align with what you believe this is the power of kinetic belief at work both positively and negatively The law of kinetic belief states this. It says that there is one substance for all things which fills the inner spaces of the universe. And the quantum bias of every life form entangles with the substance to advance life. Kinetic belief is the creative authority of spiritual beings while having their natural experience. To be able to willfully exercise dominion over the substance for advancing the mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion.
1: This is, you know, it's just washing over me that this is the ultimate life plan, isn't it? Um, I mean, we always love hearing from all the KB creatives about how understanding kinetic belief and using it to navigate their lives that is changing their relationships. It's promoting them. It's, it's, it's prospering them. It's healing. And, and it's even building up abundance in a, in a space where there had been nothing or very, very little before.
0: We are living in an exciting, exciting time, aren't we? Yes. I've spent the first half of my career really teaching more the principles of of faith, teaching Mm -hmm. the power of belief and instructing in that. And now for the first time, really in the history of humankind, we now have uh, the observation of faith at work. We know how this works. And when you master the power of kinetic belief as a way of life, you can participate in the active healing of yourself and other people you can change the fabric of your circumstances with your awareness mastering kinetic belief actually makes it easy to understand your soul purpose your genius of purpose in this life and your unique identity and it attract you can attract your desires and manifest new levels of creativity musically and art professionally Whatever it is you choose to desire while developing the, the clarity of decision yes. uh, to, to make uh, new ideas of commitment, attracting abundant prosperity, is something just about everybody jumps on board with when they figure out they can do this while advancing their mind and their body and their soul. You can put creative pressure on the maintenance of joy and happiness so that it, you're not just happy sometimes. And, or you don't just, de- we're not depending on someone to make us happy. We're not feeling the sense of quantum substance joy going through us every once in a while. And then it's so fragile that someone can steal our joy. Mm. No, not anymore. We can remain joyous because we become one with it and we understand how to do it. We can attract all these new creative insights for entrepreneurial endeavors and, and even inventions. And Attracting creative talents Mm. to enrich ourselves while we're in the land of the living, to be able to develop within us like the music and art and even physical fitness, anything that we can think of or imagine.
1: I love that you just said, used the word fragile. I've never really thought about that before. This idea that, you know, make sure that your peace, that your all these positive emotions, that these things that they're not fragile. You want you want hearty, mm-hmm. hearty peace and sturdy positive emotions, not something that can be knocked off a shelf and broken every day.
0: Yeah. Mastering the creative power of kinetic belief is one of the most exciting things that we can do because not only are We're attracting and manifesting results into our life, but the enlightenment of our awareness begins to increase exponentially. In other words, our genius of purpose, which is uh, our oneness and our one-of-a-kind creative identity that we came into the natural possessing the unique weird part of us. (laughs) That's strange and unlike anybody else (laughs) that maybe you loathed before trying to figure out what's wrong with me. Now we begin to embrace it and recognize that it's, this is who I'm supposed to be. And it begins to expand within you and new insights. As you learn to unconditionally love this part of yourself, start being attracted into your sense of awareness. In other words, life becomes larger in all directions, regardless of your location.
1: Can, Can we just hover on this for a moment? Because I've always believed that this is so important to overcoming excuses. Um, so you're saying that if I believe that what I desire, that it's already true for me, that it's in motion toward me, then it doesn't matter where I am, where I physically am, I can, I can still attract and create my desires by mastering kinetic belief. You know, For example, I could kinetically believe to be an, an astronaut from Antarctica. You know, maintain that kinetic belief long enough and I'm, I'll am i just end up in space.
0: You literally meant, can we hover here for a moment? <laughs> sure. Yes. yes. First of all, I dare you to use your kinetic belief to go into space. <laughs> I want to see this. I would
1: love to go into space adult. as long as I didn't have to do one of those space walks. Like, yeah. I, that always bothers me in movies. Like when you see the guy tethered. <laughs> right. Like, shouldn't they have like two? I think
0: that would probably be part of it. Right. So you might want to include but that. But shouldn't
1: they have like two tethers? Isn't it weird that there's always just one?
0: I think a net is like a backup tether. Yeah, but yes, you know what
1: what, what we—so can I go to space?
0: Sure. What, What we see around us only matters. Like if you're in Antarctica or wherever you live, wherever you are, it only matters if you choose to believe what you see, what you can see in the physical. So we imagine to see what we choose to believe. We imagine to see what we choose to believe. Remember, any particle in motion, and I'm not talking about its vibrational energy here, all particles are vibrating on a frequency at all times. This is what determines their form, whether it's a rock or you or me or whatever it is. But particles in motion, they have entered into a state of kinetic energy. Not not kinetic belief, it's a state of kinetic energy. And the kinetic energy of your belief attracts into motion the circumstance that you desire. All circumstances are the result of the kinetic energy of particle alignment, which is formed by a subjective belief, what you choose to believe. In the same way a person walking or a uh, soccer ball that's been kicked enters into a field of motion or a spoon falling from a table, goes to the floor, or a charged particle in an electric field. It's hyper-activated by the electric field. All of these are examples of kinetic energy at work. Each, Each item enters into a certain velocity of motion toward rearranging circumstances. And the life that you are experiencing right now is represented by the velocity of action applied to your desires. Your kinetic belief, for example, to become an astronaut, Megan. By the way, mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you. But your kinetic <laughs> belief you. to be an astronaut <laughs> puts that puts it puts all of this into motion.
1: I'm nervous all of a sudden. I'm like, <laughs> what if I did that?
0: <laughs> uh, we, we will all remind you of this uh, this day.
1: <laughs> right. I'm waving, walking to the ship.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> but your kinetic belief puts all that into motion in what previously was only the potential energy of you becoming an astronaut. You've mm-hmm. got all the potential. Okay. Okay. It's not in motion, but the potential's there. But now here you are today, aligning the power of your potential belief with your active desire. And now it's only going to be a matter of time before you will manifest as this brave astronaut who wants to spacewalk now. So when we begin to pursue the nature of all matter, where do things come from, for example? The quantum world takes us to the level of atoms and molecules. And now all of a sudden we find ourselves in a realm of mathematical forms and numbers where all matter is lost. And it's actually it's from here that we begin looking around at the universe through the lens of the world's religions, spirituality. But the awesome thing is the substance of faith, it can now be seen in the quantum realm. We can see what's actually happening when observation and bias and belief is applied to a thing. I can see why what you kinetically believe becomes the basis of your reality, which is first non-material. The formula equation for kinetic belief, for those hardcore students of kinetic belief... This is the formula. It is K B equal one half m v squared.
1: Okay, hang on. I'm writing this down. Do it. Say it again.
0: Okay, here's the formula equation for kinetic belief. It's K B equal mm-hmm. one half m v, as in Victor, mm-hmm. squared, where m is the mass, uh, v is the velocity. In other words, the velocity in this equation is squared, which means that it is exponential. Um, Kinetic belief is rapidly expanding to become more. And so if we apply the equation to the Big Bang, we can see how the kinetic belief of our Creator resulted in instantaneous inflation from the moment of inflation where the velocity of mass was rapid to inflate and then to form exactly what was desired. So what we're desiring, we're beginning to see. It's coming into focus. It's coming into form. So it goes right back, Megan, to the importance of knowing what you are desiring, knowing Mm -hmm. and understanding when we are actually desiring a thing. Because, for example, dread is desire. Fear is a form of desire. Worry and doubt are actually forms of desire. So if you allow yourself to remain in fear or worry mm-hmm. or doubt, then that thing that you fear will come against you wow. because you've allowed yourself to remain in the desire of fear. So choice, it comes down to choice,
1: doesn't it? Well, you know, and that's it. There it is again, that vital component of choice. Yes, it's, it's always our choice. We're not victims um, unless we choose to be. We're not failures unless we choose to be. And... um if we choose to be a failure and we become a failure, I guess, congratulations, you did right. it. You did it. Good job. Pat on the back. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um Well, I mean, but you're right though, you get what you expect, so, so we change what we expect.
0: Yes, we change what we expect by mastering the five components of action, and this is for the power of kinetic belief to work for you rather than against you, and is for advancing your mind, body, and soul. And we do it and on purpose, and it's with imagination, desire, action, and gratitude. We're doing it on purpose with imagination, desire, action, and gratitude.
1: I'm writing these down. So The five components of yeah. action. Yeah. That's
0: what you said. Do it, it's, it's, we do this on purpose we, un, by understanding our purpose, first of all, the genius of purpose, why you are even here, mm-hmm. what makes you you, what makes you uniquely you. And then using imagination in alignment with your purpose and desire, choosing your desires wisely, and then putting an action toward your belief, and then all of that done in gratitude.
1: So the five components of action that's what you said
0: purpose, imagination, purpose, desire
1: imagination
0: action and gratitude
1: wow you know and this is such a vital idea for us to maintain isn't it that, that there's really no there's really no neutral like you like you said a vacuum isn't natural we're either advancing or we're diminishing. There's just no neutral. We're either advancing into this better life or we're digressing, um, you know, which for some, that could be hitting rock bottom or just going
0: going <laughs> yeah. broke. Yeah, we're either living or dying because mass wow. can't be negative and positive at the same time. For example, the square of speed always gives a positive number. <laughs> and likewise, kinetic belief can't okay. be negative, a positive kinetic belief. Either something is being worked It has action and has positive kinetic energy, positive kinetic belief, or it's not advancing and it has zero kinetic energy. It's only potential. All it has is potential energy and it has then just a potential belief. You know, the Bible says faith without works is dead. In other words, it's it's saying that a belief that does not include action is a belief with a factor of zero kinetic energy.
1: I love that there's no room for misunderstanding. It's dead. It's dead. (laughs) It's dead. Yeah. Zero. (laughs) No ambiguity whatsoever.
0: None. And it it won't produce results. It will not manifest. When I was in middle school, I was frequently told by my teacher, she would say, Steve, stop daydreaming and pay attention.
1: Good luck. <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> I see. Well, I see. I was just more interested in what it looked like. I was more interested in what was going on outside the window of than what was going on in the classroom. <laughs> but it's not that I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I was paying attention, just not to my teacher at that moment.
1: You're like, I am. I hope you said that.
0: <laughs> I wish I, I am paying
1: attention, just I, not to you.
0: Can, is it too late? Has it been too <laughs> I'm long? I'm Sure,
1: that would have gone so well. I could
0: call her up. By the way, Miss Pilcher, I was paying attention.
1: <laughs> to that bird outside.
0: But look, there's, there's nothing new in the universe as it is. All things that can ever possibly exist already do. And perhaps mm-hmm. a human creator yes. hasn't imagined the form as of yet, but the thing already exists. The universe is an indivisible wholeness. Everything comes out of this wholeness and everything belongs to it, including our own consciousness. So... Moms and dads, the child staring out the window is expanding consciousness, and part of which is part of uh, the cosmic property. I can still hear Miss Pilcher saying, "Steve, you have potential. Just pay attention. <laughs> pay attention, and you've got I w- potential." <laughs> I wish you would have
1: known then to say, "I'm just expanding my cosmic property."
0: Right? Jeez. Maybe your parents have said that you have <laughs> mm. you, that you have so much potential. Yeah. Well, objects have potential, too. More more specifically, mm-hmm. they all have potential energy, which is a concept from quantum mechanics. What you believe is potential creative energy, which is only just the beginning of what could be a kinetic belief, which is the energy of uh, a belief that has been put into motion.
1: And, you know, and I heard that all the time, too. Meg, you have so much potential. Um I don't think it was a compliment, but I also don't think they were talking about <laughs> my potential belief Probably either. not.
0: <laughs> Probably not. But you know, if they were talking about your potential belief, then what they may have been trying to tell you and me is that, Steve, Megan, your potential belief is the unformed substance of all things. And the energy of substance that's not attracted by your creative source of belief, Steve and Megan... Only has the potential to become something (laughs) great, so get your act together.
1: I wish. I wish we had gone to that school. Wouldn't that be amazing? (laughs) school. Can we please have a school of kinetic belief and just... I
0: think we should.
1: A kinetic belief university. We can fill up the dorms with everyone. It sounds amazing.
0: Can we have school now?
1: Yes. That sounds fun.
0: Figure it out. Well, look at it this way. Potential energy. Potential energy is within the substance of all things which includes our conscious and our unconscious thoughts all things contain potential energy in quantum mechanics potential energy is often associated with something that's called um, restoring forces that's what we see in a spring for example like a a slinky or the restoring force of gravity this potential energy is stored in a force field which is stored as potential energy Mm -hmm. In the same way that we can see potential belief that's stored in the quantum physics of entanglement. The force field of desire is, is just like gravity. And this is what attracts our subconscious desire, our heart's desire, to manifest. It's the force field of desire that's manif- the, the manifesting power of what we choose to release into this force of attraction and we do it by believing.
1: So so when we change for example our expectations for 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 what we're going to manifest in life, you know, we we release the potential energy of what we want to manifest. So if someone makes the decision to begin let's say kinetically believing for more money, so they begin replacing the energy of what was, uh, which was only a potential belief, mm-hmm. and they're exchanging what they previously believed about money, which was that they had a little in exchange for the new belief, which is, I have a lot of money. Is
0: yes, yes. The exchange in the potential energy or the change in their kinetic belief is the action belief principle, Right. which means a manifesting object is equal to the net amount of kinetic belief that's applied to the object. This is useful to the kinetic believer in determining the velocity and the mass of their manifestations. And since we're talking about money, I think probably velocity and mass really become probably more important here than they would in other ways. We're talking about money. So what's the velocity? What is the mass? (laughs) I need to measure my money. (laughs) (laughs) In other words, the greater the frequency a person applies, expected gratitude to their desires in this case to money, as a way of life, the greater and faster their manifestations will occur. The action belief principle is what causes one person to have a little money and somebody else just to have a lot of money. Anyone can learn how to use the action belief principle to not only attract money faster, but they can also attract more of the mass of money faster. Mm -hmm. And they can use the action belief principle to determine how fast and how much money they're going to manifest. And the same is true for anything that they should choose to desire.
1: So I'm wondering about obstacles beyond our control. I mean, let's say somebody's working their action belief principle, things are beginning to happen, and then, bam, they they just hit a wall that they obviously weren't even expecting, anticipating.
0: Well, first of all, what we call walls don't actually exist. Mm. until somebody Mm. believes that there's an obstacle or a wall that's stopping them
1: oh wow so it's almost like we're just being presented with the idea the potential
0: yes when you believe that there is a wall it's an energetic block or a kinetic friction Mm. it stops the attracting power of kinetic belief and the object that's being blocked returns to potential energy a potential belief remember anything that can be thought of or imagined already exists all all things are possible and are natural to the universe and walls are kinetic friction first slowing a manifestation slowing it down from manifesting and where there is enough worry doubt or fear then the manifestation stops and what it does is it reverts back to potential energy
1: Uh, okay so i want to make sure that i've got this right um Yes, I'm going to read from my notes. Okay, so so kinetic friction is is a force that acts between two moving objects, and the force causing this this friction it could be double-mindedness, um, which could be caused by worry, doubt, fear. Is that right? So far, so good. <laughs> and okay, so that friction, when I allow it to continue, it can cause what I'm hoping for to just not show up.
0: Very good, Maggie. Yes. <laughs> the, the direction of the manifestation right. that you're hoping for, which has been moving toward you before it manifests, begins to experience a force that's going in the opposite direction of its movement, mm-hmm. which is resulting from a negative influence that's been introduced into your life, which is rooted in what we call a worry or a doubt or a fear that's working within the human creator. Now, the magnitude of the block or the negative friction will depend on the coefficient, which is the amount of worry, doubt, or fear. The amount of worry, doubt, or fear that you are allowing to remain or the intensity of that inner dialogue that you are entertaining and and just spinning around and around and Mm -hmm. worrying about, fretting about, doubting, and and you remaining in fear over. So it's the intensity of the negative energetics that's being allowed to corrupt our best thoughts. That's producing the kinetic friction between the kinetic believer and the substance of their desire. And it's either slowing it Mm. from showing up. It may take years when it could have been weeks. Or it's preventing the attraction of a desire and then ultimately uh, the the manifestation. If you want to accelerate the manifestation of an object in healing, money, anything that you can think of or imagine then you have to apply a kinetic force. Applying a kinetic force requires us to do the work of kinetic belief. That's why we say all the time that this is a way of life. And as a way of life, after the work has been done, the kinetic energy is continually being transferred to the object of our desire. It's being transferred to the circumstance of our desire. It's being transferred to love, transferred to healing, transferred to whatever it is that we are choosing, and the object or the circumstance is moving with a constant speed toward us. Now, in quantum mechanics, the attracting energy that we are transferring that's known as the kinetic energy of belief. And the mass and speed of what we're manifesting depends upon the pureness of uninterrupted energy of our belief. Mm-hmm. In other words, the more double-minded you are about what you would like to believe for and to see, the less likely you're going to see it. What you would like to see anytime time uh, showing up is probably not going to come anytime soon. And so the more time you will, if you spend thinking about it, and analyzing it, and, and thinking about uh, why you even chose to desire it in the first place, why you might even want it to begin with, then the more you're going to be interrupting what you are attracting from showing up.
1: Isn't that it? Purity of belief, and and I just I also love that word that you used, uninterrupted, because if we just do the work in our manifesting journal, I hate calling it work because it's fun. It always makes you feel so good. But if we just do it and we do the manifesting journal, if we put the action of our belief to to work and we just don't quit and we stop looking around to see what others others think or what they're doing and, and we just we if we could just eliminate second guessing, then we can keep our belief pure and uninterrupted. Yes, think of it this
0: way. Your plan may not be the best plan, but it's your plan which makes it the best <laughs> that's yes. that's what makes it the best plan. Yes. Your plan is the best because it's your plan. Wow. So just begin with each new desire exactly where you are. Develop a new vision for the circumstances you're currently in. New landscapes are not required to change. But looking at familiar landscapes with new eyes changes the landscape you're currently in.
1: Wow, yes.
0: In quantum theory, there's something called the Zeno effect, which is a uh, particle prediction.
1: How that do you spell that?
0: Z as in zebra,
1: mm-hmm.
0: E as in um, enough, N as in <laughs> now, and O as in orange, <laughs> Xena. <The> Xena <laughs> with that, what, it's a particle prediction, and, and what it does is it, it shows, a, it shows mm-hmm. that a system cannot actually change while it's being watched. And this has been confirmed mm, in, uh, really? in, in an experiment by Cornell physicists, In other words, what you're kinetically believing to manifest cannot be changed if you keep watching it, keep thinking about it, keep imagining it, keep seeing it as though it already exists in your life. Continue with increasing frequency to uh, gratefully imagine to see it, but stop watching what you're believing for, and the system that you've created will change to Mm -hmm. no effect. It will not manifest. Wow. The Cornell physicist demonstrated that in order for belief which they called a measurement. So whatever you're believing for, let's call that a measurement. For that to be manifested, the object or the circumstance must continually interact with the kinetic believer. We have to keep our focus, our focus intensely exactly on what it is that we're believing to see. You and I, we're created in the image of a creator, the creator. You are a, we are all co-creators with the ability to create our lives according to our expectant desires. In quantum theory, particles are not sentient. that They can't perceive and they don't know things. Particles don't change their behavior either. In other words, they're not a respecter of any certain person. Nobody has a monopoly on particles. They don't judge character. They don't reward good behavior. They just are for anyone that should choose them they are for those that who can say i am and believe that they are when you decide that you want to be who you were created to be And you rewild yourself back to your original genius of purpose by choosing your inner dialogue carefully, affirming your good intentions, and casting down all of those negative influencers, all those negative conversations. And stop calling the person that wants to drag you into those negative conversations about other people. And do the right things and protect your imaginations. Then, as a purposeful, kinetic believer, you'll begin manifesting the dreams that you dare to dream. Well, let's work on some highest thought forms here. (laughs) Yes. Just say this out loud say, I don't have joy.
1: I don't have joy. I am
0: joy. I am joy. I don't have happiness.
1: I don't have happiness. I
0: am happiness. I
1: am happiness. I don't
0: have wealth. I
1: don't have wealth. I am wealth. I am wealth. I
0: don't have good health. I don't
1: have good health. I
0: am good health.
1: I am good health.
0: I am abundantly prosperous. I am
1: abundantly prosperous. Everywhere I go. Everywhere I go. My
0: abundant, successful self.
1: My abundant, successful self. Shows up. It shows up.
0: I don't have love. I don't have love. I am in love
1: I am in love.
0: The eye of me is love. The
1: eye of me is love.
0: I was created in the image of love.
1: I was created in the image of love.
0: Therefore, I am love.
1: Therefore I am love.
0: I am happiness. I am
1: happiness. I am joy. I am joy. I am
0: prosperous. I am prosperous. I am good health. I
1: am good health.
0: Therefore you may call me.
1: Therefore you may call me. Steve? Megan
0: and everybody else your name you may call you by that but the name that you call me
1: but the name that you call me
0: is the I am of me
1: is the I am of me wow Steve I've got to say this feels like maybe the most important podcast that we've ever done um I'm definitely going to listen to this one again several times
0: and I might want to over and over yeah you a lot of notes I,
1: I really did um you know, because everything we covered today, everything you taught us today, you know, this is how we can actively heal ourselves and others, and we can change the the, the fabric of our circumstances with our awareness. This podcast, it just shows how, how mastering the kinetic belief lifestyle, it, it just makes it easy to understand our soul purpose, and, you know, as you say, the genius of our unique original identity, um, yes, most importantly attract our deepest desires into our life 100% of the time
0: great podcast great really podcast. enjoyed it it's, I feel like we've been away a little too long we've had some yeah. other things we've been doing but it's been so good to be back with everybody today. yes
1: I feel fully connected with all the Connect believers again and make sure to follow Stephen on Instagram he's at Stephen Canyon and if you want to check out the journal that we discussed today you can do that at StephenCanyon.com and there are lots of other great resources there as well and Stephen mentioned the private Facebook group where we all come together and celebrate and encourage and answer each other's questions and it's just awesome. Honestly, a huge party in there all the time. You can find that on the website as well, StephenCanyon.com.
0: Let's take a walk around the lake. What do you think?
1: <laughs> that sounds perfect.
0: Sending out much love to all yeah, the KB creatives because. all around the world.
1: Yes, thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.